Welcome to Fighting for the Underdog, the podcast that follows the tales of compassion and bravery of animal rights activists all over the world. As I interviewed these amazing people, I was truly inspired by the common theme of hope that they give to underdogs everywhere. They taught me that sometimes the greatest power an underdog possesses is never giving up hope. Hi, I'm Christina Bergstrom with the Animal Law Firm, where we are fighting for the underdog in Colorado, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, and Tennessee. Today's topic is the dog fountain of youth pill. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have heard about this. This is super interesting. So I was listening to the news the other day, and apparently there's like this pill. I think it's a pill. No, it's an injection. Wait, it might be a pill. Different stories were saying different things. An injection honestly makes more sense at this point. If it's an injection, you have to go to the vet like every six months to get this injection. So a little bit more frequently than vaccines. But basically what it says is that it can extend your dog and it only applies to larger dogs. It doesn't apply to small dogs. So, and I forget the weight limit that they gave as an example, but the breeds they were talking about were like Great Danes, I want to say like Irish wolfhounds, like those really large breed dogs um, that it can, because the theory is, right, that like chihuahuas live to be like 21 years old because they're so tiny and they just have so much energy to give (laughs) for so much longer. And like Great Danes, like because they have so much energy that gets expended just by being alive that they like live shorter, right? Well, it turns out that there's actually a growth hormone that is more prevalent in larger breed dogs and the reason for this is because dogs that are quote-unquote purebred are inbred so like lots of incest which is bad um and like i don't know if you guys know very much about history but like this is a thing that they used to have problems with when it came to like royal families back in the day is that there was so much like incest and inbreeding to try to keep the bloodline pure that like these people would be like having all sorts of birth defects and all sorts of problems and like their life expectancy was like really garbage just because you can't like have sex with your sister and like think your baby's gonna be okay right or like even your cousin like that's illegal <laughs> um Anyway, at least it is in the United States. Anyway, so long story short, um, yeah, so the reason why they think that dogs have, like larger breed dogs have this is because they're inbred so much. But but that aside, it doesn't really matter. Um, Well, it does matter in the sense that like the cure that what they're looking for is to extend a dog's life. So they wanna take these larger dogs, give these them injections, and they say that they can increase a dog's life by wait for it, one year. I'm like, how are you gonna know? (laughs) So what I'm saying is that this is prime territory for like misrepresentation, false advertising, um, who knows what sort of side effects, because it was FDA approved recently and that's why it made the news because the FDA doesn't really approve drugs for like extending life because that's crazy um but they did it recently because the fda just like don't think cares anymore um and so i mean we already patent like corn genetics so why not life (laughs) it's it's gonna happen any day now and now we've got ai so like yeah life is gonna get patented any day now um that's another soapbox for another day so 
The reason why this is important, okay, is because this injection or pill, whatever it is, says it's gonna extend your large breed dog's life by one year. Like, how do they know? Also too, like, even if it works, like how do you know that the dog just wasn't naturally gonna live that long? Like for me, it just seems like it's like fertile ground for lawsuits abound, right? And to me, it's like, okay, if you can get them in the Consumer Protection Act, which like of all the states that I practice in, New York is actually the only one that doesn't offer triple damages for consumer protection violations, which is insane to me. But um, anyway, so most other states you can get triple damages, which makes sense because you should. Um, so I would say like, yeah, this company is just setting itself up to get sued and no, like they don't know the full effects of the side effects because it has they haven't like finished testing it so the fda has approved it for market use but they're like sending out their initial market samples they're asking for volunteers right now for large breed dogs and they're only asking for like a hundred or maybe that's what they've already done is like a sample size of a hundred i'm like that's nothing you can't determine anything from a sample size of a hundred my science people back me up here. Um, so yeah, basically I think this is a terrible idea and I would strongly caution against it. I think like really the lesson that comes from this is that what we should be doing is not buying from breeders and we should, and don't start in the comments about like ethical breeders, blah, blah, blah. Like I know they exist, but like, come on, let's go, let's be realistic. They're few and far between. And so like, what we need to be focusing on is making sure that when we're buying dogs that we're buying like mutts essentially because there's really no value to having because they can't like no breeder can tell you like oh this dog is going to have this temperament or this dog is going to have that temperament or this dog is going to have this coloring like they can guess and i mean you can do like the little genetic code thing like i don't know if they do that anymore but where you like put the alleles like big A, little A, big B, little B. Like, I don't know like if they teach it in school anymore, but I mean, you can do that, sure, right? But like, there's no guarantees because life is supposed to have variety. And like, even with your best intentions, there's a limited <laughs> amount that human beings can do when it comes to producing life in a certain way, right? We don't want to do that with humans because that's bad, but we, for some reason, are obsessed with doing it for dogs. And like, ultimately it causes dogs to have genetic issues like hip dysplasia, which is very common in larger breed dogs and especially like German Shepherds. And um, what's the other one that looks like a German Shepherd? It'll come to me at like three in the morning tonight. I can see it, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying though? So like, if you're thinking about taking this drug or putting your dog on this drug, like first of all, let's think about like, what impact is that gonna have on your heart, dog's heart, your dog's liver, your dog's lungs? Like if this, cause the way the drug is designed is to like slow down activation of this growth hormone. And like, you've gotta think about what impact that's gonna have on your dog. And you also have to think about like, does my dog really want to live an extra year? Like, what does it do for my dog? Like, sure, you get an extra year with your dog, which is great. And like, I would love an extra year with my dog. However, like, I have to think about what's in the best interest of my dog. Now, my dog is amazing and she's a mutt. She's a mixed breed. She, she's a rescue dog. Like, she's a shelter dog. Like, I really don't know what her genetic makeup is. And I don't care because I just love her the way she is. She's so perfect. And 
you know, like I have to think about, like I would never give Maggie this drug because I don't know what how it's going to impact her or affect her. And so like, I think that that's just really important to keep in mind. Like, how is it going to impact your dog? What's in the best interest of your dog? And like, do we really want to buy a drug to fix a problem that humans created through inbreeding our dogs to get a certain look or color or whatever? And I just think like those are questions you should sleep on. Um, and also don't yell at me in the comments. <laughs> I'm just going to delete it <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest because that's just rude. So... Yeah, think about that. Hug your dog tonight. Give them a scratch behind the ears for me. Stay safe out there, underdogs. Until next time. That was such an inspiring interview. I learned so much, and I hope you did too. If you were moved as much as I was and want to support this amazing organization, please visit my website at theanimallawfirm.com and check out our merch page or follow the links to donate to this organization directly. All profits from merchandise sold on my website go to support the guests on my show. If you want to support the podcast, please share us on social media and give us a five-star review. It really does help. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, my fellow underdogs. Thank you.